Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Hello, all of our Twitch homies. I have no idea how to use this Twitch thing. Apparently, my subscription, my subscription has expired. And I'm trying to sign up here using my Prime. And it says, your Prime subscription will be available October 7th. Today's October 7th. Anyway, we got a lot to get into today, as we always do here on this program. What do we have to talk about? Well, I watched NXT 2.0. I watched AEW. We've got NXT ratings for Wednesday night, which did have strong competition. But I, I had a buddy that goes, Oh, Brian doesn't understand sports. He's not going to realize why NXT did so bad. I'm <laughs> like, I got a one idea why it did so bad. Because it sucks! But we'll talk about the show. And uh, the competition. We've also got the Rampage non-spoiler lineup for Friday. A couple of days ago, we were talking about Cody Rhodes. I like to think that Cody did an interview because of the argument we had on this program. But he has stated he is not turning heel and he is not breaking the stipulation and challenging for the AEW title. That's as of a couple of days ago. We got the return of WOW! And AJ Lee is involved. And, of course, we can go over all of the main segments from both the AEW show and this NXT 2.0 show. So whatever you want to talk about today, you can also ask your questions here on the program. 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com is the email address at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. And later on tonight, it will be the Brian and Vinny show for those subscribing to WrestlingObserver.com or video.f4wonline.com. We will go over all of the big matches on AEW NXT 2.0. Back in a moment to kick off this show, Wrestling Observer Live. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? 
Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 2021 Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It's always fun to read the chat without context. Somebody wrote, 46-year-old boomer in regards to something I said in the opening segment. I hope that it was in regards to me saying that the NXT television show sucked because it would be quite the irony for a 46-year-old to be called a boomer in regards to that, seeing as the median age of the viewership of Wednesday's NXT was 62 years old. How old? 62. My God. Me thinking that show sucks is actually proof I'm not a boomer. Remember the other day, like a week ago, I was saying, what is the audience for this show? Like, who would watch this NXT 2.0? I did not think the answer would be, 62-year-old people. Well, Matt Nothing Locke's against them or anything the like that, but... You know. 
I would just think like if you were 62, it's like you'd see through all of this stupidity, but apparently not. When I'm 62, I want to watch a show like NXT 2.0 and go, this show sucks. The other show is much better. Yeah, but anyway, maybe, those, maybe those older folks are trying to figure out a way that they could go to bed in a non-narcotic form. So they just flip on NXT, fall asleep, and two hours for NXT in the ratings book, baby. I'm not going to start with NXT because I want to talk about AEW. We'll talk about this 2.0 show later. But NXT, or AEW, was a, a very, very good show. A lot of good wrestling angles, returns. It's one of those shows we talked about it a million times. Going into the show... It was like, well, we got an AEW show tonight. It's the anniversary show. You know, they promised a big surprise and this and that, but it wasn't like you looked at the lineup and went, oh, my God, I cannot wait till the show begins. And then they just give you a blow-away show. We had Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson versus Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Christian, and Jurassic Express. They went like 18 minutes, no commercials, just Every awesome thing that you could think of. There was one botched spot, but thankfully it was by all four heels. So I've said it before. It's like, if you're going to botch a spot, at least have it be four bumbling fools. And then everyone can chant that they screwed up and then they can do a dance or whatever. So they, they somehow, they somehow, and I don't even know how, they were unable to quadruple powerbomb the Luchasaurus, which is extraordinarily impressive. But they did it. And then they, they all hit the, the four-way BTE trigger on Jungle Boy. And they they had Adam Cole pin him. So now this is two weeks in a row that Adam Cole has pinned the Jungle Boy. And listen, I've been wrong before, but man, the moment that guy made the cocky cover and pinned the Jungle Boy, I thought, you know what? <laughs> this day's coming. It probably isn't that far away. But this Jungle Boy is going to pin Adam Cole and this place is just going to lose it. So I liked that match a lot. We had a punk promo where he challenged Daniel Garcia for Rampage this week. Armed Anderson is now Arson Anderson. He's outside Cody's house just burning stuff. And Cody's like, what are you doing? And Arn says, come on down here. And Arn is explaining that you abandoned us, so I'm burning all your stuff. Now give me that expensive tie. You're You're doing all these shows and you've just lost your fire and essentially he slaps Cody and Cody throws his own tie into the into the fire so we may see we may see Cody back running a rough shot here in a while but we'll but not see... but not Mike yeah turning heel and not oh God, breaking his stipulation. Oh, man. Boy, I, I hope Stabbing Anderson comes out next week and is going to host this show with you because I knew you were going to try to drag me into this I'm when I'm dragging you into Cody. it. He just did a, I'll read the interview later. Oh, silly pants. Yeah, you are ridiculous. Uh -huh. Sammy Guevara beat Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish, I thought, looked... I know, I hate to say it, but uh, he looked better in this match than any singles match he ever did in NXT. And they they hired him. So he got a job. Good for Bobby Fish. Yeah, a very talented guy. Him and Jerry Lynn should get together there. I bet you they could they could probably do a lot of work together. They seem like a good fit. And, you know, look, they got a, so many young guys down there. And I know everybody's brought up QT and, you know, what he's did as far as getting guys started. But 
you know, sooner or later, these guys are going to be back on the road and having guys around like Bobby Fish who are just so good and so get so technically proficient and such good teachers as well, too. They're just what a that's a really nice ad for them. They a spent quiet ad, but all a nice one. that time teaching this guy how to work the right way. And he didn't have <laughs> one match as good as when he came in here and apparently worked the wrong way. Well, how about that? I mean, I saw him for a long time work the wrong way in pro wrestling Noah in Ring of Honor, and it's, it's um, I'm happy he's back to to his failing ways again. I can say that. So then we had the Men of the Year in America Top Team attack. Uh, poor, uh, or wait, where was this? Yeah, this was after the match. They text Sammy Guevara, and then uh, Junior Dos Santos is there. Fuego gets killed, and finally Jericho and Hager interrupt. And yes, we asked, where is this going? Well, where it's going is they are going to do a six-man tag. It will be Jericho, Hager, and Guevara against the Men of the Year and Junior Dos Santos in his debut. And he has trained, so he's not coming in off the street doing nothing. And Jorge Masvidal, the king of Miami, is going to be in the corner. They're going to, they're going to, we'll see what happens. We had the announcement, which we talked about on this program here. And I don't know why I didn't even think of this yesterday when we were talking about what the announcement could be. They announced the TBS Championship. It is the women's version of the TNT title. Tournament's going to start in January, and there will be a new TBS Women's Champion. So there's now a secondary belt for the women in AEW. We had a Darby Allen sit-down interview talking about his uncle, which led to him beating Nick Camaroto. And then afterwards, there was an angle where QT sneaks into the ring to lay out Sting with a diamond cutter. Sting just stands up. He kills QT. It was it was so great. Sting no-selling moves, even though he's 62 years old. You don't want a guy like Sting, who's 62, going in and, for example, no-selling a coffin drop or, or you know, one of Jungle Boys. But QT's diamond cutter is perfect. He just stood yeah. up and he killed the guy, and the place just lost their mind. Sting is the new Road Warrior Hawk that way. You could drop Sting out. It depends on who the person is. If you're QT, whatever you're going to do to Sting, he's getting going to get up and kill you. I love that. Then we had the Dark Order. So I predicted this last week, and, and it looks like this is what they did. That whole Dark Order deal where they couldn't get along, apparently, it appears here, was all a build for Amanda Huber putting them back together in Rochester. They're back together now. They're going to vote on things. They're all on the same page. And it didn't end up being the hangman. Dante Martin did a promo. He was killed by Malachi Black, so that's going to be a feud. Ricky Starks challenged Brian Cage to a Philly street fight, which is going to happen on Rampage on Friday. We had Serena Deeb versus Akari Shida. Whatever you want to say about the match... And people have said a lot, and it was not a great match. But the story was Serena Deeb is going to get her 50th, or I'm sorry, Hikaru Shida is going to get her 50th win on this show. They're going to give her a trophy and everything like that. And we did talk on the show yesterday. I said she should lose and then come out every week as she tries to get her 50th win. This was so much better than what I thought that they could have done. They bring out the trophy before the match. She comes out. They're like, oh, she's going to win tonight and get this trophy. Serena Deeb comes out and she's, you know, she's already irritated. And like she immediately goes all heel. 
and she not only beats, but she submits Hikaru Shida. The the biggest F you to to AEW for looking <laughs> or looking past her. And then she takes a trophy and she breaks it over Sheeta's head. Bro, I thought this was great. And now, like, Hikaru's got to go on a losing streak. Now she's right at 49. Oh, she's choking. Maybe her head hurts. And then ultimately she's going to get that 50th win over Serena Deeb at some point. But, man, what a way to drag it out and do a storyline. And it was such great heat. The fans totally did not expect Serena Deeb to win. They were just, like, in awe when she got the submission win. It was like a big moment, and then she broke the thing over. I thought this was great. This was great. We had a Darby Allen segment where he was killed by all of uh, the pinnacle. All dressed head-to-toe in masks. That was kind of weird. But anyway... Then the main event was uh, Hangman being the Joker. Massive pop. He won the poker chip. He's number one contender. I think he's winning the title at the pay-per-view. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction... I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Slow down. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So the casino ladder match, John Moxley, Lance Archer, Pac, Andrade, Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy, and Hangman Page. The most notable thing about the match besides the return of the Hangman was the Hangman giving Pac his finish off a ladder through a table. And Pac pretty much missed the table and landed like on his head and neck. I thought the guy was dead. And apparently the wrestlers watching on the monitors also were afraid that he was dead. But the impression that I've been given is that he's not dead. He's all right. Of course, when Ricky Starks landed on his head, he was also all right. But then later they found out that he cracked his neck. So I presume Pac is okay. But it wasn't like he was... When the match was over, there was not a belief that he was he was badly injured. But who knows? You wake up the next day, et cetera, et cetera. But that's the update on him. And... uh Hangman, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that uh, the day, the Wednesday after Full Gear is in Hangman's hometown. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things here. Uh, the the Brian Danielson Kenny Omega match that they went to a draw. A lot of things here that are indicating to me that Hangman's winning this title at Full Gear, and we'll see if they do other dream matches with Kenny Omega before that time. But I don't know this for sure, but before everything happened with Hangman and his, his wife giving birth and him taking some time off, I'm pretty sure that he was going to win the title at uh, it All Out. So this would be a slight delay, but then uh, he gets a title and they go to whatever they were originally going to do. The other thing I want to mention, since somebody brought it up, is the Hakaru Shida losing streak that I mentioned. So it was pointed out to me that these are legit records. And if there's somebody else that maybe is at win 48 right now, then you can't have somebody else get to 50 before Sheeta, which is true. But they have a million people under contract. And to me, full gear is November 13th. We're like four weeks away. Yes, that is eight shows. But I mean, just throwing out a, a random name, Sky Blue, who is nowhere near 50, by the way. But let's say that Sky Blue has 49 wins or 48 or 47. I mean, I don't think it's the end of the world to not have her do a match for a month. I mean, MJF, how many months did MJF go where he wrestled zero matches? So I, I think that there's a way to not have anyone close wrestle for four weeks to finish off this storyline. I don't think Sheeta needs to not win for like eight months, but I think that you could do that match at the pay-per-view. Can she finally get her revenge and get that 50th win? and do it there. 
Or maybe they'll just do it on uh, Dynamite or Rampage next week. I don't know. But any thoughts that I did not mention on this show, Mike Sempervivi? Well, you know, I thought the I wanted the Sheeta Deeb match to be better, but everything that you talked about coming out of it is going to be what people remember. So I thought that was pulled off great. I think Serena Deeb is just she is fantastic. Her and Thunder Rosa getting into it again will be very nice whenever that happens. I can bet you that AEW is not running Aaron's Creek, Virginia. Just don't think there's a venue big enough there unless we're all going to go over and hang out at the Hangman's Farm or something like that. But I think they're going to be in Norfolk, right? ODU, or I can't remember where they're going to be, but I think Norfolk is going to be the spot. And I think it makes sense to do, mainly because Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega, if this is the time you want to take the belt off of them, you still have Omega in the race to try to get the title back. I'm sure he'll want a rematch, or that will be up in the air, whether it happens right away or down the line. But his main issue right now is with Daniel Bryan, and I think that's the match people want to see. And once you take the title out of the mix, if you want to have Daniel Bryan, go ahead and defeat him now. So uh, it's, you know, one-up Daniel Bryan. There's a lot of things you could do. So even if you don't take the belt off of him and put it on page, it's not the end of the world for, for Adam Page. There's a lot of guys there he can be in the mix with and stay near the top tier. I know him coming back and after all the tw- – I mean, this is the one thing about the Hangman is it's been a lot of failure, and it's been about his redemption coming back from that failure. So if he does fail this time, you better have him in something really hot and somewhere still near the top of the card where he can get a win in a feud and continue to look good because you don't want to have him losing too much. So, you know, it's a 50-50 thing. I'm sure there's some people that would love to see Omega hold on to the belt, just don't think it needs to be on Hangman, and there's probably the same amount that would love to see Paige win because it doesn't matter if Omega has the belt or not. So uh, the closest to Akarushita is uh, Nyla Rose with 45 wins, and we got four weeks. So even if she wrestled on every single Dynamite until the pay-per-view, she still is not hitting 50. And she wouldn't wrestle every week on television anyway. If you shot an angle this coming Wednesday for a match the following Wednesday, and then shot an angle for another, it's still only two matches. So, Are you counting Elevation in Dark, though, if she gets some wins there? Do you well, think they do that to lead to a three-way or lead to some way no. where Nyla can be a, a pain in the butt no, about this? No, don't mix this. It's easy. Don't, don't complicate this by <laughs> putting know, another person in I know, I'm just in saying. It's possible. NXT, 632,000 viewers, down 3.5% from last week. Lowest viewership since September 7. NXT faced huge sports competition. The American League wildcard game averaged more than 7.1 million viewers. NXT fell to 34th on the... Yes, I know dark matches count, but she doesn't need to wrestle every week on dark. That's my point. Look at this nerd saying, like, I'm Goodness booking gracious. a lot of bad booking. Everybody's I just yelling at me. I'm not talking about you. I got everyone texting me and tweeting I'm, me right I'm now about this. I'm yelling at this guy who's, who's talking. Pink Elephant, they just deleted it because of stupidity. Thank you, oh. Convoy, or whoever did that. I'm not trying to book this out. It's a question on a radio show. Like, hey, I wonder if they'll do that with Nyla. And Brian goes, no. And you go, why is Mike booking that? I'm not booking it. I'm asking a question. All right, calm down. So Sorry. the NXT numbers were down in most age groups. The exception, over 50. Yeah, because the <laughs> median age was 62. But anyway, you know what's funny about this number is... Uh, I'm feeling 62 right now. I this, calm down. this NXT 2.0, I just... 
It's just like, who Awful. in God's name? I, I mean, how many times do I have to say it? Who is watching this show besides 62-year-olds? The answer is nobody. But <laughs> Dead people. You know, yeah, there was there was strong competition. But you know what everyone's forgetting when they talk about this strong competition? What's that? For two years on Wednesdays, there has been one thing after another, whether it's elections or, you know, whatever. And that stuff never affected NXT. Now, all of a sudden, oh, this greatly affected NXT. It affected it a little bit. But this NXT audience, traditionally, this is not an audience that is affected by other stuff on television. AEW was all the time. But NXT had the stable. We're going to watch this damn show like aliens could invade Manhattan. We're still going to watch NXT. So the issue is the show. I think we all know that. Let's not let's not pretend here. Do I got to talk oh. about it? Oh, I don't know if everybody knows that, Brian. You might have to explain it to some people that that think this is high art that they're doing. I mean, art is subjective, so it is high art. Mm-hmm. I don't like the art, but it's it's art. We had Mandy Rose beating Ember Moon. It's all about putting Mandy, JC, and Gigi on TV in eighty-five segments where they do a lot of posing, because like. Art. In every other company, including the main roster, these these women are like powerful, strong wrestlers. Here, it's like we got to get the best-looking ones on television. That's the most important thing. We got L.A. Knight uh, beating Odyssey Jones, which actually surprised me because I thought that uh, I thought for sure they'd put Odyssey Jones over, but they didn't. And uh, this Andre Chase, the he's either the teacher or whatever he is. Where's Waldo? He came out and held down. Uh, odyssey's foot so they're gonna have a a, a compelling feud so gulak in a sweater we had a bunch of interviews with grimes and o'reilly and von wagner and champa so the big news is halloween havoc is october 26th and they're already doing braun breaker and tommaso champa so i'm sure the breaker is going to be the nxt champion like lickety split as they say and uh they set that up joe gacy's doing his gimmick which Whatever, bro. I am a boomer. But, like, it's clear to me I was ridiculed. Why? I was ridiculed when talking about Joe Gacy because on a show a while ago, I was talking about how, uh, what's his face, American Top Team? Dan uh, Lambert? Dan Lambert. Where I said that Dan Lambert and Joe Gacy had the same gimmick, and everybody oh. was all over me. Oh, it's a total opposite gimmick, Brian. Well, listen, if you want to think that, you can. But to me, they're doing the exact same gimmick, just two different ways. Lambert's out there just flat-out lambasting them, quite frankly. And Joe Gacy is the guy who's like a total making fun of the woke whatever, and he's just like, that's totally not who the character is supposed to be. Am I wrong about this? Dan Lambert's doing a bitter old professional wrestling fan who's obviously calling from Cornette and taking from other people to come up with some of this stuff. And for those people, it's truth. So he gets to speak that. When it comes to what WWE, they're, they're doing with Gacy, it's like, what prism are they looking at him in? They're looking at, you know, it, it, it's how this is being presented. I mean, to me, he's a heel. There's no doubt in my mind he's going heel. There's no question about that, even though he technically hasn't done anything heelish yet. But that's that's part of the whole thing. But where can you go with this? How is this going to make, I mean, I, I, 
to me that one week of they were in the New York Post talking about woke wrestler has now got them way too invested in believing in this character right now at least to me i know they got to push these new ones but what is this guy other than a douchey heel at the end of the day i don't know who this plays to oh lord uh back in a moment observer live is back and better than ever at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is a premium full synthetic motor oil option at an affordable price. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a microguard select filter for just $31.99. Syntec is formulated for today's engines to minimize friction, heat, and wear. Try Syntec today exclusively at oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Angie's List is now Angie and caring for your home just got easier whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel Angie makes it easy to see reviews compare quotes and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Okay, everybody. Listen. Somebody on the uh, the chat here wrote the sentence, Dan Lambert is making fun of Generation Z. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what is Joe Gacy doing? The exact same thing, except he is doing it under the guise of pretending that that is who he is. But if you watch the show, he's clearly being a troll. He meets with Ciampa. He wants a hug. Oh, we're all inclusive. Ciampa doesn't like it. He walks away, and Gacy does a smile like, it's cl- that's clearly what this character is. The yeah. character is not sincere. The character is insincere. So what Joe Gacy is doing and what Dan Lambert is doing is, in fact, the exact same thing, but they are doing it in different ways. There are different approaches to doing the exact same character. Yeah, but Gacy is is they're trying to have him paint a broader thing because with Lambert, this comes down to the pro wrestlers because if you were a tough guy MMA fighter, if you somebody that's been out of their parents' basement who doesn't like all this flippy flop stuff and you've you've touched a boob and you've been out there kicking butt and drinking beer, doing all these things Dan Lambert wants you to do, he'd be fine with you in this generation. But he uses the generation to attack the wrestling fans, the wrestling fans of this generation. Whereas the Joe Gacy character, you know, it seems to be one of those, you know, WWE commentary things about this guy. And that's how they're viewing this generation. So this is how they're they're playing to him being a a good guy doing this, talking about, oh, giving me a hug and making this your safe space and all this stuff that, again, I, you know, he's been around a long time. I know he was in CZW. I can't speak for you know, seeing him a whole lot or anything like that. But I know, you know, he's got experience in the ring, but like, this is one of those characters. It's like with Lash Legend, like what about this talk show is going to make her a better wrestler or better in this business? What about the Tony D'Angelo character is a good start for this kid who's really got no wrestling experience whatsoever. He's at the beginning of his career. I, I don't, I don't know how any of these characters are going to make the show better, but we'll see. They, uh, people, Again, some people will send texts later on angry about this and, and, and convinced that, you know, what we're saying is wrong and what they're doing is right. But who is Joe Gacy? Like, for anybody out there, like, what is this guy? Like, other than supposed to be a a douche, you know, guy from this generation. Bro, like, what I, else does this I guy bring this, to the table? I have this theory here uh, from reading this chat and everyone who thinks I'm wrong that they're not actually watching NXT television. Which is, you know, when I stand and talk about NXT, everyone's like, oh, I don't watch that show. I don't watch that show. I don't want, I talk about Joe Gacy. So I was like, everyone's a viewer. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. This person here says, I think Gacy is supposed to be a bad guy for being a liberal. So in your opinion, you believe that he's a sincere liberal when you watch that show. That means you don't watch the show. Because he's not. He's absolutely not sincere. No. Everything that he says is insecure. He is making fun in a different way. Lambert is just flat out, he's attacking. This guy's doing the, uh, what's the term? Disingenuous. Yes, he's disingenuous, but it's the same 
attack. If you don't watch this show, that's fine, but don't try to correct me. I'm watching this. Trust me, I don't want to watch this show, but I have to watch this show, and I'm telling you what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I, I don't. I think maybe fans are transposing something in their mind with like maybe that they, they're thinking by saying that the WWE thinks that they've got this liberal. Ca- I, 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 don't, I don't. Of course, we don't watch. Of course, no one watches. Well, why are you arguing <laughs> with me? I'm watching the show. I'm telling you what's happening, and you're arguing with me. They want to see Golly. you come apart now. Well, you got me, everybody. Congratulations. Get off Brian's lawn, you uh, Golly. Jerks. No, get on my lawn if you'll at least listen to me. They if you're gonna talk sit, about listen, sit there Indian style saying kumbaya on your lawn. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to get on the chat and criticize my lawn, then you need to get on my lawn. But don't be in another state and criticize my lawn. You haven't seen my lawn. You don't know nothing about this Joe Gacy. You're telling me what the character is, you nerds. Now listen, over, bring some dogs and take a big poop right on your lawn. Cora what are you gonna do about Jade. that, Brian Albert? Oh boy, she Look beat you Frankie Monet. You like her, don't you? I've seen her one time, aside from kissing that other bloke. But she came out and beat Frankie Monet. This does not bode well for Frankie Monet, I don't no. think. Like, they've gone from Frankie Monet getting a big push towards a championship to now she's out here losing to Cora Jade in her debut. Yeah, but, you know, look, promotions have done that for a long time, having the surprise pin. You know, it just with I don't think it's going to have the impact maybe that they want it to have, but... Frankie Monet, one of the best things she can do if she's going to stay down there on that roster is try to help some of these younger girls. And at some point, some of these younger girls have to get wins over people like Frankie Monet. And again, I don't know the story, if they're going to tie in the story with Blake Christian or, or whatever, what's his, Trey Baxter or whatever they're going to do there. But I don't know if that's the worst thing in the world for Frankie Monet. I'm not going to say that the feud is going to be any good for her, but I, I, there's a reason, I think, for that one. Everybody's angry, man. I'm still talking about NXT. You know I'd be done by now if you didn't argue with me about Joe Gacy, but you just couldn't help yourselves. Tony D'Angelo beat Malik Blade. The fans in the building love Tony D'Angelo, but this dude ain't ready for television yet. The most basic, just like, you may as well watch one of the, the my matches in the commercial break right here. Simple, nothing happening. <laughs> See, finish velour tracksuit. <laughs> Indy Hartwell just... beat Mei Ying. Remember all that stuff they did for months and months and months and months building up Mei Ying? She just gets pinned by Indy Hartwell. I thought she was magic. Well, they tease a Lash Legend segment, but then didn't, didn't do it. That was disappointing. <laughs> we had a Raquel promo, and then she was uh, attacked by the heels that pose a lot. Toxic Attraction. They did a lot of posing again. So we're going to have... Uh, uh, Mandy Rose versus what's her face Raquel and then uh, this is the longest show I've ever recapped MSK beat Grizzled Young Vets and Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs who are doing like a, a beer drinking cowboy gimmick even though one of them's 20 well, old Florida Georgia line that's right up their alley and Carmelo and Trick Williams Carmelo's supposed to be a heel but he was the only guy in this match anyone cared about and then they kept chanting his name after he was eliminated which appeared to annoy MSK, and uh, that was the show, everybody. So I'm done now. You happy? Golly. Yes. It's horrible. You know, you can get an SM58 for 99 bucks. You can do your own show. If you want to listen so, to mine, then you can listen to what I want to talk to talk about here. I thought it was ours. Oh, no, it is yours. You know how hey, it goes, Mike. We're going we gonna to show up over at uh, Von Wagner's house and play handball off his forehead? Oh, come on. Think they can sell advertising you have to make on that? fun of his look? 
Well, you're the one who brought it up yesterday. Well, I brought it Very up because like, I didn't make fun of it, but I'm like, look at the size of that thing. <laughs> you could put it. Anyway. <laughs> you idiot. Let me get it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Tom, leave me alone. <laughs> Are you happy you finally cracked me? Is the chat happy? All they do is cry about me talking about NXT and then you got that. Why? Because of NXT. Now, would you all shut up so I can keep moving and reading these things? This person says, for as hot as AEW has been with CM Punk, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole, this is still Hangman Page's company. I can't remember the last thing I've wanted more in wrestling than Hangman winning the title. <laughs> Golly. Y'all happy? Oh, we did it, they say. What else do we have here? I'm not going to read this one about edible lawns. I'm trying to get this show back on track. Hangman Page winning the AW World title on the pay-per-view named after his BTE skit is the real long-term planning. Look at that! Full gear, his hometown the following Wednesday. God. I should open up the phone lines while I was at it. Spurs says John Moxie actually getting booed for attacking Hangman Page while he was climbing the ladder was proof of how much Adam Page is loved by everyone and how much... Over he is as a babyface. This company rules. Seems to be a lot of pro-AW talk today. I'm just reading them one at a time. Many people on Reddit and Twitter... I should just skip this one, but I'll continue. They were legitimately concerned. First off, anybody that types <laughs> anything on Reddit and Twitter, do not put the, the word legitimately. Legit, really? <laughs> but anyway, they're concerned about the hangman page pushing his booking over the new AW signings. Go as far as believing that Adam Page was overshadowed and forgotten. Last night removed all of those doubts. I've been watching AEW for two years. I still forget how good of a long-term booking or booker Tony Khan is. He's having to compete with two decades of viewers being conditioned to wanting WWE booking. You know, I can't help but uh, it's a good thing we have archives because it's fun to go back and listen to shows. But it was not four weeks before AEW All Out. When all I heard was, ah, who cares about this show? I haven't cared less about an AEW pay-per-view in, in, since the beginning of the show. Oh, there's no matches I care. Oh, and then Hangman dropped off and it was like, this pay-per-view's dead. Did they say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, Go back. My. I got archives. Well, it turns out that this show did 200-plus thousand buys. At the price that, you know, a year ago, everyone was like, oh, no one's going to buy a show at that price when they can get the network for nine ninety nine, or then later, Peacock's only four ninety nine. What fool is going to spend 60 bucks on an AEW pay-per-view? Then they do their biggest buy rate ever. Four weeks after I had to hear that nobody cared about this show and, oh, just not feeling it. You know how many times I heard that? Just not feeling it? They were feeling it that night, and there's another thing that goes along with that number is not only did they get a big number for that night. It's not revisionist history. Go back, dude. I was right there on this show. They put on a banger of a show that some people thought was one of the best shows that they ever saw. So when you hit like that and you hit like that, 
Hey, that's that's again. Not only did you feed your fan base and make sure that they were happy, anybody that was hanging on that day, they were probably pretty happy too. And maybe they may order the next one. So good on them. And it's just more proof too, Brian. You know, boxing pay per views. You know, Fury and uh, and and uh, Wilder are is ninety bucks. I think UFC pay per views. You got to have an ESPN subscription on top of paying sixty bucks or whatever it is. You know, if people want to pay for this stuff, they're going to pay for it. If there's a concert with a ticket that's 200 bucks and you want to go see them, there's going to be people that see them. Now, you obviously have to be careful about that, but it's just proof that you don't want to bastardize yourself in a market in the way that WWE did. Because from day one, as much as I like the network, we were two of the people that said your 10 poll shows absolutely should not be on, on the network. And they put them all on there, including WrestleMania. Says, I love how Arn Anderson's one promo about his Glock was the talk of the week, and this company decided to run with it, producing more wacky angles. Hey, if something gets over, you go with it. When when Cody is in the house and, and uh, Arson Anderson's burning all that stuff in the front yard, and he says, come on down here, Cody, and, and Cody comes down 85 flights of stairs to get to the – it's like his house is a giant cruise ship. Dude, it's Rocky Four. He finally gets to the lawn, and the first thing he says, what, are you going to shoot me? I howled. It's it's Rocky one meets Rocky three meets Rocky four. This Burgess Meredith, his old trainer, you know that's what it feels like when it comes to this Cody thing with Arn Anderson. Where it goes, I don't know, but that's a lot of the feels. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 
That's 800-693-8290. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com, has been noted repeatedly in the chat right here that if you spell Arn backwards, it's N-R-A. <laughs> Something's going on here. It's, uh, well, he is a longtime Georgia resident down there. Arn Anderson, they they like the guns and such. Mayhem Anderson, Armageddon Anderson. I think Armageddon Anderson. That's that's the way you go because you never know from week to week what he, what he's going to pull out that of his does arsenal. Cover, that covers a lot of carnage. Yeah, he could become like you know, you know, Tank Anderson or you know, what else? Ninja throwing stars Anderson. Who knows what he's going to bring to the table next? This person says, I simply burst out laughing at the revelation that Orange wandered into Cody's yard and started a fire. Arn Anderson is a crazy old man, and I wouldn't have it any other way. He's going to become the Clint Eastwood, uh, like, you know, character, the this late-age Clint Eastwood who keeps making all these movies where he's the old guy, you know, still beating up the young guys. That That's old double-A right now. Person says the sit-down inter- interviews with JR are just the greatest. Jim asks the real questions, always manages to squeeze out the perfect answers. I love the one with Darby. Jim Ross is fantastic in that role. And the thing I love about it is it's never, you know, he's sitting there and he's got to professionally ask his scripted questions. Like last night he started with a joke. And then, like, he just has a way where... That's Jim Ross asking the questions. It feels legitimate. It feels like a real interview. I think it helps the other person feel like it's more real than, oh, someone asked me a scripted question. I got to give like a, a legitimate. Anyway, I think it's great. But we are out of time. Tonight, the Brian Vinny Show talking AEW NXT 2.0. Lots to talk about. Video.f4wonline.com or wrestlingobserver.com for the audio podcast and 12,000, maybe 13,000 by now archived shows we are out of time thanks mike as always callers and listeners everywhere in the studio talk to you next time wrestling observer live